Hey there, this is Kaz from the Heavy Rock Show on East London Radio and the Rock Radar Show on ERB Radio, and you are listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week, we are scratching the itch to keep a promise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As you may or may not remember, back in March, we had our second annual March Bandness Tournament, where we pitted eight artists against each other and kind of just asked the question among these like rising musicians, who do you want to hear us do an episode about? Like, who do you like? Who are you interested in? And that contest was won by one Mr. Cam Cole. And so we promised an episode about him. We didn't say exactly what, because there's a number of different ways you can do episodes about bands and artists, but we really wanted it to be an interview for him. (laughs) And hence, (laughs) it took a while to make that happen. And so this is actually here the payoff to to the March Bandness Tournament uh, a number of months later. But you know what? That's how it goes sometimes. We won't go into a ton of details, but... uh... We attempted this interview a handful of times, and unfortunately, it fell through a couple of times. But it finally happened, and we're excited to bring it to you now. Yeah, I don't think that it helped that we were trying to do it like right as he was leaving for the States, because exactly. you know, a lot of stuff was going on during that time, and, and then his tour started, and he just fell into uh, you know having lots of fun with that, which we got a chance to talk to him about, and you'll hear very soon. So the... The two main cruxes there, as Dan touched on, is that I think are worth noting before we go into this is Cam Cole uh, is a UK busker uh, and one man band who literally uh, about a month or so before this recording got to the United States for the first time ever to play shows. So we were trying to book this interview while he and his manager, who seemed it's a two man team, as best we can tell, that do everything (laughs) to make to make Cam Cole what he is. We're trying to also book these shows for this tour and all the logistics surrounding it, which is not an easy thing to do. And so I think that, you know, credit to them for making it happen at all and for making the tour happen at all and all the things that go into that. And so we're we're grateful to finally get this one locked in. And it turned out to be a really unique conversation, I think, amongst our interviews. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very interesting character that was just a very humble and down to earth guy. We had a lot of fun talking and learning from him, to be honest. Mm hmm. Yes. So without any further ado, here's our conversation with Mr. Cam Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from outside, please welcome Cam something. Oh, bollocks. What was that? Hey, there we are. There you go. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very, very good. You guys look so much more professional than me. You've all got headphones on and stuff. It looks like, <laughs> like you're in a proper studio. I, I don't know about proper studio. This is a closet, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper studio to me, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> headphones is about as professional as we get. Everything else is up for grabs. 
<laughs> same, same. It's all about the headphones, mate. That's the mark of a professionalism. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, hey, right. thanks for uh, for joining us tonight. We've been uh, we're looking forward to this for a while, and we're we're ready to roll. Yes. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for time sure. as well. <laughs> so you're currently in the middle of the first U.S. tour ever. As we best understand it, it's the first time you're visiting the U.S. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely have lots of questions about how this experience has been going for you. Uh, you know, first off, you know, I know I understand this tour was scheduled about 21 dates over two and a half months, which is very relaxed. It's kind of give you plenty of time to do more than just the actual like shows. So mm. how are you? Uh, how are you enjoying just going getting around the states and, and your time in, in America? Yeah, well, I, I, I because I'm. I'm not on the label or anything like me and my manager, Marcus, we just kind of uh, book everything ourselves. Like we've got some booking agents and things like that, but we're not on a label. So it's not like I'm in a rush to pay anything back. If you know what I mean, mm, that's nice. the whole, that's the whole point of that. So that gives me the ability to take time on tours and, and almost have a bit of a cruise around and just kind of travel about. Uh, but also as a one man band and my show is highly energetic. So I'm playing everything at once. I'm the drummer, I'm the singer, I'm the guitarist. So I can get burnt out quite easy. And, you know, every now and again, I do like, you know, four gigs in a row. Uh, I'm just about to do that actually soon uh, with the New York gig. I've got some some other gigs I've been booked into play and then some other shows as well after that. So I'm, I'm going to be working really hard, but it's only for a bit. And then it's like a week or something like that I do that. And then I have a break for three days and then I go back on the road again kind of thing. Uh, but it's very important to me to have my breaks and explore the place because, you know, it's my first time in America. So, you know, I wanted to check it out and I've checked out a lot of it. I've done a lot of the deep south, uh, done quite a bit of the, the west coast. And now I'm on the east, the northeast right now. So and there's just so much more to explore. So, you know, um, loving it, loving it, mate. <laughs> yeah, you'll be heading our way about uh, about the time this comes out in like a week or so. You'll be doing yeah. that, that cool. Midwest chunk of the tour. Which is this is the last chunk of it, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, the first couple of weeks in July, be coming through Chicago, Milwaukee, kind of close to our area. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well, man. I, I, the Milwaukee is also the where the Harley Davidson Museum is, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm big into Harley Davidson, so uh, yeah. There's also there's a guy who builds these guitars called Mule Resonator guitars, and he, they're really really cool guitars. And he's up in Sagnai, Sagnau. Saginaw, yeah. Saginaw. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, my pronunciation. You're, you're good. Terrible. Wisconsin <laughs> is full is full of really hard to pronounce towns. <laughs> in it. it is. I know, I'm struggling. I've been struggling since I got here, to be honest. Wisconsin <laughs> and, and Michigan both, yeah. I, I was up there last year and I was like, I have no idea where I'm at. None of these signs make sense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I recognize so many places as well. Like there's so many towns and villages and, and cities and places just named after places in England. Like hmm. I, I went, I went through Edinburgh the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's a place in Scotland." You know, what I mean, <laughs> went through York, went through the, you know what I mean? There's New Hampshire. There's just so many places that are named after places in England. So it's interesting to see, um, <laughs> and to drive through and recognise that little town that you saw in England like a couple of weeks ago or so. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, been interesting. <laughs> I think that's, that's the way throughout the states. Like we just stole names from every language, every place. Like not just <laughs> not. the name from everywhere. Didn't make up a single one, that's for sure. Nope. Nope. We're <laughs> yeah, not yeah. original at all. We just stole everybody else and made it our own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and we we even tried to get Marcus to book you in St. Louis because uh, you know, as being our March Bandness champion, uh, yeah. <laughs> we 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 tried everything. 
we could to get you in St. Louis, but it hasn't worked out yet. But hopefully, it will. Uh, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> it's just a matter of time, mate. It's just a matter of time. That's all that is. We heard a rumor. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was you said it somewhere on social, the socials, that you're you're hoping to come back again to the U.S. next year for more. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do our darndest to to give you some some connections of places that would be good to that you could probably set up shop at you know in our area well you know what i intend to come back like in in september october time and actually build myself a little a rig that i can live in and also it's going to have like a fold-out stage it's going to be like a i'm going to convert a horse box trailer this this is the plan we'll see what happens this is my plan i've built one in england anyway so i intend to build the same kind of thing in america just the trailer version um of like some kind of trailer with a stage so i can just rock up at like bike rallies uh like burning man festival other there places so it doesn't ever it doesn't have to be like a stage or like a venue it could just be a cool place where loads of people are at you know yeah, let right. me know right like i need to know all these places that i could just turn up and play <laughs> you don't right. you don't set up and have the crowd come to you you just look for somewhere where there is a crowd and go right there you are the stage can do yeah 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 or or just let the fans know where i'm gonna be and then then if give enough notice then they'll they'll turn up you know that's Uh, awesome i also like to do surprise performances do you know what i mean because then people they're not there to see a show and suddenly you turn up for the rock show it's just you know it's it's a nice wow factor and i enjoyed doing that right so are you are you missing your van uh since you're in the states and how are you getting around (laughs) yeah i mean i've got a little van i did have like really cool kind of like um redneck kind of style wagon that i had which is like a pickup truck with a camper body on the back it was cool that was nice <laughs> now i've just got an empty van with a mattress in the back and i got a little cooler and i got all my instruments in there it's all right i'm managing i've done this kind of thing before <laughs> uh, like low level living but i next time in america i definitely want to set up a rig and you know have my proper gypsy wagon with me that's the plan <laughs> yeah that sounds awesome nice yeah there's only so many days you can go without showering before you just feel manky. You know what I mean? Like, there's only there's only there's only so many shits you can take in buckets and in nature before you, just, you know you want some privacy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't imagine that second part actually, but <laughs> it makes sense. Sometimes you know the finer things you just you do really just need them once in a while. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, I've really enjoyed watching you uh, come through the States on social media. You've done a great job at, at, at kind of sharing your whole experience. Uh, and it seems like you kind of have a bucket list uh, almost in mind. Like I know that you uh, played on the streets of Nashville. Um, are there any other things that you kind of have in mind that you want to get done? Is it, and is that another reason why you're wanting to come back? Um, I mean, just I guess more of everything, really, and just more cool, weird shit as well. I want to play at really <laughs> interesting, unusual events and parties and stuff. And um, I want to do more busking like I would have done more busking this time, but it, it, it's hard to take my setup busking without transportation. So mm. in Nashville, I managed to get away with the show because uh, I had some guys with me helping me there um, because none of my stuff is on wheels. I've got to literally, literally carry it. But if I had like a bicycle with a trailer, then I could I could load it all on there. And that's what I intend to do. So I intend to do more more busking when I'm back. Um, and just more exploration of this country as well, you know. Um, like I've been up the Smoky Mountains, I've been uh, swamps in Mississippi, Cypress swamps. I've had some really, really cool times, and this influences me, you know, being in amazing kind of cool areas of nature. This really influences my songwriting. Um, 
you know the help of getting stoned as well that helps quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, and other things but yeah it, it's it's um yeah like i I, just, I like to explore and then play places and new areas and i just yeah just as just as weird as wonderful as it possibly can get to be honest that's that's my that's my intention nice awesome so while you're out there you know exploring on those days off and stuff it sounds like it's stoked those creative fires a little bit yeah that's that's the aim pretty good amount of songwriting going on like in your in your free time is just from all these new experiences coming in yeah definitely man i mean like to be honest like recently i mean like, sometimes i get the, the odd song here and there you, you never know when the song's going to come yeah and sometimes you get like you know really uh intense phases where there's just loads coming out of you but recently since i've been in america i've actually been cultivating a new slide guitar sound that i've been working on it's something nice. i've always kind of been working on to be honest but I've kind of gone a bit deep into it. It's um, yeah, it's an interesting one. It kind of came out a lot more when I was hanging out in the swamps. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a swampy sound, to be honest with you. Uh, it's cool. just kind of sliding in and out of notes you wouldn't normally go into, but it kind of works. And with the right, I don't know, with the right song, it could it can work really really well. So I'm working on some stuff. I'm working on some stuff. Let's put it that way. Very cool. <laughs> And so I understand because you have four new songs coming out this Friday. They're cover songs. I'm yeah. Looking forward to it. Is it the EP that's coming out or just the one track coming out this Friday? Uh, I think it's just one tune this Friday. Okay. Um, Marcus is in charge of all of this stuff. My manager. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll start saying wrong things and shit soon. I do know it's Iron Man's coming out this Friday. Yes. And then okay. the other ones are coming out in due course. But um, yeah, I'm really stoked about Iron Man. I actually played that live in Charlotte a few days ago. Nice. So and that, that went down really, really well. So I'm yeah, I'm super keen to start playing that live and and for it to be released and people to tell me what they think. And I'm definitely excited about that. From what I understand, those were recorded prior to your tour t- uh, over to the states. Um, so now you you know, as you were saying, you're inspired. You've been writing a lot of stuff. Does that mean you're going to be recording fairly soon again? Um. Next time I'm going to be recording. Um, no, I think I got about roughly a year, maybe till the winter time, because I just recorded my third album. Um, and I'm Marcus, my producer and manager as well, he's, he's going to be mixing that soon. Hmm. If he hasn't okay. started already, started to tweak and started to do things. But uh, I've laid all those tunes down. That's about 14 songs odd, I think. Oh, okay, uh, cool. So, yeah, so and that, that's, that's stuff from the year before. I'm usually like one year ahead with all my, my songwriting. And I've, I've still got songs on my computer and on my hard drive I need to go through and figure out what to do with them. Like, there's so many ideas that I need, already have that I need to kind of sort out and turn into songs. And some of them already are songs, to be honest. I've got songs for the four, fourth album. But, you know, you just keep it going and just keep writing new ones. You never know. A new one might come out and it's, it's even more, it's just, it's more the vibe of the moment. So you put that in the, the album and don't sit it in the, in the big pile of stuff that you wait to get around to um but um yeah like when i go in the studio i think maybe i might record an ep at some point i'm actually thinking about recording in america the next album like the okay. fourth album sorry like i said i'm like one year in advance the yeah, third yeah. Album's yeah, yeah, yeah. My timeline. in a year yeah. from now and then the one after that i'm thinking record here and there's a studio i checked out in alabama called muscle shoals muscle mm-hmm. shoals sounds leonard skinner's uh played there um, yeah, loads of artists have played that. The list is endless. Absolutely. Well, what's, what's that band? New, new Rival Sons. I really yeah. like them. Oh, yeah. Rival Sons. Yes. They recorded there. Uh, so that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about that studio. 
because they had a really cool vibe, a really cool energy, really cool like rock and roll attitude kind of thing going on in there. So um, yeah, but we'll see. It's still so far away now. I still need to figure it out and get the whole list together and then find the studio that's appropriate for that for that sounds that I'm going for. Awesome. Well, you you uh, you come out with an album almost every year, so you got yeah. you got a good clip going. So, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I want to I want to sell to listeners a, a quick benefit of of following Cam uh, on the mailing list and on the socials is that once in a while you just get something cool for free. <laughs> uh, thrown out there as well because i know you just released recently a full recording of of your first show on this tour the the set from seattle yeah it was this put out um you know it's available for people to check out and then now you've got these covers the these co- like songs you said influence you coming out as well and so a lot of bonus stuff like in between the albums too yeah yeah well, we just try and keep the interest up and you know i'm riffing and playing stuff all the time so mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's good just to get a camera on it or just record it and, and then let people know what I'm up to musically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember over the COVID times, it stopped me from street performing and I was street performing nearly every single weekend before that. And then when COVID hit, obviously, like I couldn't street perform. So I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to set up a camera in, in my van, record <laughs> me jamming, and then people can have a listen. And it, it just kept it going and actually built my fan base and got more listeners. So it's yeah it's 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 just i'm just gonna keep on doing stuff and showing people what i'm up to really <laughs> that was actually one of one of our next questions was was just kind of diving into you know when you make your livelihood playing in public in front of people and that is you know how you you, you do your thing and then a pandemic oh. hits and everybody's told to stay <laughs> inside like you had to you know adapt and evolve to do something there yeah and so but somehow the story goes that you i i think doubled or so you're you know like following throughout different channels like throughout that time which yeah. is amazing <laughs> well, well i think that the snowball was already going because i'd already put in like nearly a decade of playing on the streets and those mm-hmm. those videos were circulating already yeah uh and i think what happened during the pandemic it wasn't just me like promoting my stuff and, and like you know, putting up putting videos up there it was like that snowball was already going and then it put everyone on the on the internet and people just started to watch those videos a lot more. So then my my, my fan base increased. Uh, and maybe the snowball was, as I say, was already going. So it was just, it was already on that. It was on that way anyways. Um, but that, that's how it is as a musician. You, know, you spend like years just like grinding at it, slaving away, playing every single weekend. And then all of a sudden you, people start to recognize. And yeah. it's, it's, that's just how it goes, man. That's how it goes. Are those like viral performances that, that happened? Is that how you ended up with, with, I guess, what we'll call one of your other biggest breaks, which was the, the Ted Lasso guest spot? Do you know how that came about? Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, well, Jason Sudeikis, he saw my videos. I think he might have typed in Camp London Busker. And then I come up because I've, I've been on that scene for like years and years and years. And I'm one of the, the most well-known musicians to play the streets in London. Mm. So um, he saw me and he just, he just said, I want that dude. Yeah. And uh, it just it just went from there, really. And uh. that's such a great moment in that show, because like it's not acting. It's like this is like a, a this is 100 percent this real person doing his real thing. And, <laughs> and in a scenario that is at least a little bit plausible to really happen. Yeah. Where, you know, playing playing your own real songs like there was nothing like manufactured really about it. It was such a natural concept that I just thought it was hilarious and and also just really cool to be part of that. 
Yeah, totally, man. I mean, <laughs> they wanted me to play a character called Barney Snoops, I think, or Barney Scrubs or something. <laughs> and I, I, I said no at first because I was like, I don't want to play a character. I'm not an actor and a musician. If you want to just book me to play, then that's what I'll do. Yeah, and then, and then and then they came back to me. and They were like, "Yeah, that's fine. You can just be yourself." <laughs> and then I found out Jason Sudeikis was involved in all these other people, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like that one nearly just went straight past me. But you know, it's still good to to keep to t- keep true to you to what you want. You know what I mean, and who you are and stuff. And I don't, I'm not into playing fucking characters, man. I'd rather just right. be myself. You know, it's not my thing. Music's my thing. All the way from outside. That's right. Yeah. All the way, all the way from outside. Yeah. The little Ted Lasso <laughs> reference. Uh, <laughs> That that said, if you're if you're at all at liberty to say anything at all, is do you know that there's any possibility of a return there? Could, um, could, could you as you show up again at some point, possibly? What in Ted Lasso? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in in, in <laughs> yeah maybe in in future ones. I don't know. We'll see. We shall <laughs> right, see. Right on. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that one out there. Any way that we can direct people to to check out your stuff, we're trying, and so that's obviously a big one for people with that show being so popular right now like i said it's a very true to form this is what you would get if you actually saw cam live <laughs> yeah this is really him playing <laughs> no it was it was it was it was a really big deal to me man like i asked my audiences since being in america how many people are here uh from ted lasso and it's, it's usually like between 15 percent and a third hmm. usually say yeah we're here from from ted lasso and then <laughs> pretty much everyone else is is from youtube videos or just from word of mouth and stuff you know <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's really helped big time. It, it definitely has. It's been a, yeah, it's really really cool. And Jason Sudeikis is just such a dude as well. He's pretty. He's he like his normal self is exactly the same as his characters in the movie. It's just a great. <laughs> yeah, really funny. Um, yeah, yeah, I love his style. <laughs> Pleasant human to be around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Can you say as as you've been through you've been through you know a number of different regions of of the states now? Um, mm-hmm. Is there maybe like a top three or so like memorable you mentioned you know muscle shoals and really being really liking checking out the studio in alabama and some things yeah. like that are, are there a particular few experiences that just truly stand out as like i'm gonna remember this one forever yeah sure i think uh has been a few places man it's been a few places like new orleans was a really really cool city it was it was cool a bit seedy but it was cool there's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely um, the description of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, for, for me, like, I, I love Mississippi the most, actually. Mississippi was a really, really cool state. Uh, I spent some time in Clarksdale. Um, and yeah, that was just fucking just a really cool blues town, man. Just like mm-hmm. this old abandoned buildings and stuff. And, and, and the nature as well in Mississippi is quite swampy. And I, I've never really experienced swamps with cypress trees, and I really liked hanging out there, and just little like alligators. Do you know what I mean? That's like it's, yeah. it's, it's so yeah. unknown to me. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, in England, we've got bogs and like cold swamps, but it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it was really, really cool. Um, yeah, Mississippi has been one of my favorite places, and also the fact that there's, in Mississippi, there's just so much, just just random piles of junk here and there everywhere <laughs> you know what I mean just, I just love that you know yeah. things are a lot cheaper there it's, it's it's an interesting place and people are really really lovely the country folk are so nice so I, I just really like the culture really like the vibes and the fact that it's like the home of a lot of music was it was, yeah. it was a pretty big deal to me so yeah I vibed there I vibed there quite a bit I'd like to spend more time in Mississippi 
Um, I also liked Austin. Austin was a really cool city. It reminded me of, of London, like a little bit hip, hipster, gentrified, but mm -hmm. cool. And, you know what I mean? But it, it had had like more of a rock and roll influence, a bit more of like a biker influence almost mm -hmm. compared to London. Uh, so, yeah, that was a really cool place. Um, man, like all of it's been sick. Like fucking California. Like I love how every state has got its, it's like a separate culture and vibe in itself in its own way you know what i mean like yeah. america is just so many different vibes and um yeah you you can anyone can find their vibe here do you know what i mean because there's just mm -hmm. so many different places with different you know design features and Ca california had that like desert thing going on it was very much like rock and roll as well quite bikerish there's so many vibes there so many vibes yeah um but yeah i can definitely see how like josh own got his sound from that kind of Californian desert vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Metallica as well. You can like feel that, <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they kind of come from there. It's just, yeah. And also when I was in Seattle as well, I kind of got a bit of Kurt's vibe, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. uh, Seattle was a really, really cool place. Uh, I love the, the, the architecture and the houses. It's, it's slightly different there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been all cool. Really. It's been all cool. That's um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, but I, I really genuinely did like the South. Like I was, it's funny you hear so much stuff about the South, especially right. coming from outside in Europe. Yeah. You hear so much stuff about it. Um, but people there were nicest than the, they've ever been. I've, I've, I've ever had the experience of. Do you know what I mean? Throughout the whole world, mm -hmm. I've met really, really nice people there. Uh, people were very, very extra friendly. I found maybe that's because of the open carry laws and the guns. Everyone's just super nice to each other. No one fucks around. You know what I mean? Like anything you kick off, you know, but uh, different type it, of it, southern it, hospitality. I thought it was really nice. I thought it was really, really nice. It uh, could be. Yeah. We're glad you've had such a pleasant experience here. We're we're hoping for that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's necessarily any doubt or anything, but it's, it's, it's good to hear it. It's good to hear it confirmed. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Any the US any has a reputation we know <laughs> throughout the world for a number of things not always positive. So yeah. I think the, the thing is though I think the 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 people that give give it those awful stereotypes are actually very much in a minority and they make so much noise and everyone begins to think that they're 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 the majority but it's just not the case. And everywhere you I've traveled a lot of the world and I intend to travel more of it and what I find is the more I travel the more I realize actually how cool places are and how nice people are everywhere you go. And there's a few arseholes. You just fucking walk the other way, man. You don't have to mess around with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Thing to do with your time. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any favorite foods that you've had here that you haven't experienced before? Well, like the barbecue ribs in the deep oh, south yeah. was was so damn good. Like I, I I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm big in big into eating meat because I, I'm, I don't really like the the the. The, the industry yeah. but i do eat meat like i was vegan for a few years and now i'm just like ah, nah okay. it's just <laughs> difficult pouring and, and, and you know what i mean but and also i just i really enjoy eating meat like i'm not gonna lie it's delicious um <laughs> but uh yeah when i was up in the smoky mountains i went to this this uh barbecue rib place i think calhoun's okay. ever heard of that Mm -mm. I don't know if they're a chain. Maybe they're not a chain. Maybe it's just like a standalone yeah. restaurant. <laughs> Barbecue is is definitely a very regional thing in, yeah. in the yeah. states, and so everybody's proud of their version of barbecue and their right. version okay. of pizza. So yeah. right. <laughs> well, well, this was Tennessee. This this yeah. was Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever that means, but yeah, it, it was it was good. It was like the best ribs I've ever had ever. It was great. Nice. Yeah. 
Tennessee is particularly <laughs> proud of their of their barbecue style. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> well, I can see why. I yeah. Can see why <laughs> That's really cool. You'll actually find that everybody is very particular of their barbecue style, no matter where you go in the Midwest. Yeah. If, That's if what I'm you're saying. In yeah. Texas, Missouri. It's everybody's. Yeah. Everybody thinks that there's the best, which is true. I mean, the diversity is great. I just have a real quick question because I know, yeah. you know, from the, uh, the live album that you released, you know, this is the song you kind of finish up your, your set with. And it's one of my favorite songs because it's just, it's great. So I just curious who is the motherfucker and fuck you motherfucker song um politicians mainly okay that's kind of what i figured just wanted to make sure yeah politicians from from both sides of the coin to be honest Mm. like i i don't really like the the division tactics being used and there's so much of it man yeah yeah and i've seen a lot of that in america yes that's that's something Mm -hmm. i have seen really good Um, it's funny you get more of a division tactic used by the left i would say in europe but in america it's definitely the right that used a lot of division tactics um it's 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 very interesting yeah like i saw a t-shirt being sold in gatlinburg saying i voted trump and that probably means you don't like me and i'm okay with that so it's very much like you know let's not mix with the people who vote for other politicians let's you know i mean trying to tribalize people you know is that the word tribalize yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely tribal it's tribal tribal politics is what it is and i think i think i'm very much against those kind of tactics because i think that the the vast majority of people are actually kind of more in the middle insane people are on the far sides yeah and they (laughs) cause a lot of the problems and have have caused most of the problems throughout um political history but you know i think most people are are kind of just chilled out and um a lot of people don't even have an opinion in all this as well you know what i mean so i think that i think what that song was about was me getting irritated by the radicals on both sides um and seeing how they just don't really do the the earth very much good and i just wish we'd just give them a battlefield so they just fucking kill each other and then we can get on with our lives <laughs> you know we, we, we could easily do that we could like literally give them a place to go and just fucking have it out with each other because they're both nutters <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah yeah, um, yeah but yeah most people yeah most likely will have more <laughs> politicians that would just form in their absence yeah maybe just continues who knows yeah. who knows <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're definitely with you on on, on that. Yeah. Um, it's it's exhausting, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it is how it is in the UK, but here it is just completely exhausting. It it it's it's equally equally exhausting. It depends. It depends. Like if you if you if you watch a lot of social media and you go on the media about it, it exhausts you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like that's what I'm trying to say is like, if something exhausts you and gives you that vibe, but it does that to everyone. Unless someone's like you know they've just got a thing and they just they're just angry and they need they need an outlet. Yeah for some other got additional reasons why they're angry and they use politics as an outlet but for the most part people become exhausted with this and that's because it's we're not supposed to be spending our time doing that <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's actually negative it's causing a negative experience inside us so this affects our body and like makes us exhausted makes us feel shitty so i, I think that it's yeah like i felt like i expressed it pretty well in my song <laughs> yeah you did you did and- that's why we like to listen to it. We yes. we yeah. can't uh, we can't edit it and play it on the radio like we want to, but uh... <laughs> it's a tough one. It's, it's tough. <laughs> but I do dr- love driving around with the windows down and it blasted. Everybody, everybody knows how I feel. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> 
you know, speaking of kind of living well, you know, you released a, a video on YouTube where you gave viewers a tour of your truck. You know, uh, <laughs> first, we have to recommend the listeners that uh, check that out for one. It's, it is a very uh, interesting vehicle. It's just a very nice setup. Um, you kind of mentioned you had like all kinds of stages built into the thing. It, it's it, it's just awesome. Um, it also made a impression on us because of how conscientious you are. You're just very mindful, resourceful and intentional in what you do. Uh, so we just wanted to kind of ask you about, uh, you know, some of your philosophies and guides just on tips for living well. Yeah, like I think, you know, throughout life, when you hear about things that are going on. So, for example, like with, within capitalism, there's obviously lots of things that are going to come up in the future as to how we live and how that affects the planet around us and how what effect this is and it doesn't mean that like for example you know like extinction rebellion and all these other big organizations and movements so i understand why they're doing what they're doing but uh at the end of the day i think if people just take matters into their own hands and just deal with it like actually deal with it you know like don't like politicians they're going to do what they do we can't control them that's what it is but like if you can find a way of of cutting down your uh, negative impact on the planet and maybe in society as well, then find the way to do it and make sure it's, it, it, it's comfortable at the end. So what I've done is I've created a, my living space to be uh, green energy, uh, runs on vegetable oil. It can do. It's so hard to fucking, it's difficult to get vegetable oil though now. It really is. And it's, it's actually more expensive than diesel. So it's just like, for fuck's sake. Uh, so we could do with a bit of help from the political that's for sure yeah. with this movement and that's what they're they're saying uh but you know but yeah i just wanted to design something i wanted to create something where because i, I didn't i didn't feel right inside with these issues going on around me um i had to kind of do something about it that goes beyond just writing a song or whatever i wanted to actually because that's the thing everyone's if you're involved in the, the the green energy movement and you don't actually sort your shit out for your own life you are a hypocrite yeah and that's yeah. that's that's what everyone says and that's the argument against the green movement so just don't be a fucking hypocrite just just crack on and do what you need to do and i always like living in vans anyways but i i kind of took it a step further and tried to make something that's like really eco-friendly on so many levels uh, and that's what I intend to do here in the US as well. Like, obviously, this tour, I'm just renting vans and stuff, but that's the aim of the game. The next one, I intend slowly, it's going to take me time, but um, I will make it like a green energy wagon as well. Uh, I'd have to, the thing is, I still kind of need to rent vans um, because if you're on tour and you're using your own van and it breaks down, how the fuck do you get another one? It's so much hassle to deal with. If you've got a rental right. band and they just swap it for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. A pain in the ass. So I, ideally at some point I'd like to have my own wagon that, um, or my own pickup truck that tows the wagon that runs on vegetable. Oil. If I can make that possible, then that's what I want to do. So yeah, this is, you know, this, this is the thing. I just, I just kind of want to do what's right, man. You know, I, th- I feel that that's the right thing to do. And just, you know, if I can do it, then I do it. That's, yeah. that's what I want to do. Awesome. I hope that when you do uh, build your truck here in America, that you record that, make those videos, because, you know, I, I truly enjoyed the the YouTube video of, you know, just seeing the truck. I, I, I'm sure people would enjoy seeing you build it. That would definitely be amazing and highly entertaining. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I'm usually terrible with this shit. I need to take more <laughs> photos of my life and doing things, but I just... You know, it's, 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 it's I don't know. I'm, just, I'm not very phone savvy. Do you know what I mean? I don't. 
I don't, I don't take selfies of myself often. Some people love it. They just like that. <laughs> everything they do in their life, every meal, right? You know, every time they take a shit, just like literally everything. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm just, but yeah, I just, should definitely do that. I should definitely do it with the trailer. Yeah, it's going to be a fun build. Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome. We really respect that, um, you know, that commitment to actually acting on convictions. Talking is very easy, but actually adjusting your lifestyle. In a way that, of course, that is a whole other thing. It's it's also it's also quite easy to protest about it and stop people going to work. Yep. It's not easy. <laughs> Obviously, it's a bit of a pain in the ass doing that to people. But you know, that's been a lot of the activism from this movement. Yeah. And I think just lead by example. And if you've got money, then put money towards the saving rainforests and shit. You know what I mean? Just do it, man. You know. Yeah. And, and if you just try and by doing it, I think people will be encouraged to also do the same. We can just create a culture. That's all we have to do is create a culture of just doing things. If everyone just fucking starts doing things and it just becomes like a norm, a normal thing that everyone does, who knows? Maybe very powerful corporations will start to do things as well and they'll make massive impacts. So I don't know. These kind of wars are fought, are fought with, 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 with those kind of weapons and those kind of tools. They're not fought with, with uh, aggressive tools or, or fucking people off and losing public opinion do you know what i mean right um, but yeah that's my take on it at the moment that's how i feel about it like I've, i was actually at the extinction rebellion protest a few years ago before covid 2019 I, I performed at it there's a video of me on on youtube so i i kind of thought the other way a few years ago like four years ago or so five years ago um but as time's gone on i've been like, ah, nah. and i'm just gonna just continue with my life and and use what i do and the money i make from what i do to to impact the environment as as well as I can. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That what we're on right there is a really is a good place to kind of wrap it up. I think that's a great like charge going forward for people listening, or like you know a, a good way to set that. So um, if you're up for it, we can. Unless did you guys have any other? Not really. Just uh, hype the tour up some more. And uh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron, and I are looking forward to hopefully see you in Chicago. So oh, cool, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to see you guys too. Yes, yeah. mate. Up for that. You won't miss them. They're probably going to be the tallest people in the venue. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> maybe me. But yes. yes. I tell you what, I've seen some big people since coming to America. This is like the land yes. of giants. Yeah. The trees are way bigger. The animals are bigger, and the people are massive. <laughs> some people are huge. Yeah. Like, that's us. It's all yeah. the like GHB that they put in our food that we eat. I, <laughs> like, I, I, it's it's got to be something to do with that. I think I've yeah. grown a couple of inches since I've been here as well. Yeah, I'm, really I'm 30, telling you. So it's got to be the food. It's the meat. Yeah, <laughs> we feed our, our our beef HGH or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> all right. All well, right. Cam, thanks uh, so much for your time. I want to point people out. Um, when this comes out, you will. It'll be you'll be hitting that last stretch of the tour the beginning of july yeah columbus indianapolis milwaukee chicago detroit and actually there's one canadian date on there you're finishing up in toronto which is pretty cool yeah man. so yeah we'll be looking forward to seeing you on that and we encourage people to go check it out if you are anywhere near or can get to any of those cities then you're heading back to the uk for some festivals mm -hmm. and then as we talked earlier maybe coming back here later on this year yeah, no, I intend to. Yeah, that, that's the plan. That is the plan, dude. And in the meantime, we got these these covers coming out. Iron Man will already be out by the time this is this is live, so people can go check that out too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be excited about. Yes, mate. Loads. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much for joining us. We had we had a good time and, and we're, there's a lot to you know think about and be excited about, like we said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely appreciate your time and uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. We appreciate it. It's a you're you're a one man amazing show and, and it's uh, quite a sight to see. And I'm I'm sad that I won't be able to see it live, but I'm uh, I know that these guys will definitely fill me in on what I missed. <laughs> there'll, there'll be another time, man. I'm yes, sure there'll be another I will, time. And thank sure. you guys as well. I appreciate you if you bring me on the show. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we hope you have a blast and we'll we'll look forward to talking again sometime. Yes. Cool, man. <laughs> nice one, guys. Really good to meet you all. Have a lovely day. You too. You Thanks, too. Guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was our conversation with Mr. Cam Cole. One of the things that I really liked about talking with him is just his insight on politics. You know, he just has a very, very uh, level-headed view about the whole situation. And it's, it was, I don't know, kind of crazy because, uh, you know, he, he kind of mentioned how crazy our politics was. And then uh, it was later in the week that our politics got extremely crazy. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that he had a lot to say about that. I would have been awesome to hear his thoughts about that, but obviously that happened after the fact. So well, he brought up something that um, a couple things actually that we've talked about in other episodes. We did a whole episode pretty early on in the show, uh, like the System of a Down one that talked about division. Yeah, and how so much of the American political system is based on dividing people. I remember part of one of one of our conversations with Daisy Dead was about backing up what you say and like living out if you're going to claim something. And Cam really, I think, is a great epitome of that. Yeah. Of like, he's like, I feel this conviction about this thing. I'm not going to tell everybody else on social media how they should handle it. I'm going to handle it for my own self. Right. <laughs> and adjust my life to match what I believe, which is which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And and I, I really have to say that I hope he does share the videos of building his, his, uh, I guess, American wagon. camper, his American <laughs> wagon. Yeah. It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. Shouldn't even call it that. <laughs> yeah, coined by the itch. Instead That's of his right. American woman, he's got an American wagon. American there you go. wagon. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That'll be good. He can do a cover song on that next. Stay behind my truck. <laughs> 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 I guess in his case it would have, it would have been a van, but yeah. How awesome would it be if one of these next singles that comes out is like, man, Lenny Kravitz is a huge, <laughs> huge influence on me. Huge influence. It's not unrealistic. Yeah, entirely. that's true. That is true. <laughs> he, I mean, he's got three more cover songs to be released, so that's right. Knows. And the Iron Man one is out now, and it's awesome. Yes, yes it is. It's great. We got a chance to play that on the show. So, yeah, definitely check out Iron Man if you have not. But uh, the interview was great. I'd love to talk to him again. It was pointed out to us by Dan's wife, Hannah, that she was sad that we didn't do the uh, the rapid fire questions that we typically do. But we didn't want to monopolize uh, a larger chunk of Cam's time. So that's that's why that was not put in here. You know, I think we mentioned in the interview that this is like our 21st interview or so. And you just kind of 
you kind of get different vibes as the interview goes on. Some artists, you know, you, you're just having a great time. You lose track of time because it's just you're get you're you're way deep in conversation. And I'm not saying that like that was, you know, I don't think that 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 was like not the situation with this one, but he was just in a very relaxed place. Yeah, and I didn't. I just didn't want to take up too much of his time because I would have much been rather sitting out in the middle of nowhere doing nothing, smoking weed, like he said. Um, <laughs> like that. That sounds like a great fucking time to me. So I, yeah, I just I, we didn't want to take more time than than what we already had. So we did kind of um, end it a little bit shorter than what we normally would have. I think. So Dan was deploying the treat others as you wish to be treated strategy yes. of if this were me i would yeah. want them to let me go now <laughs> right exactly right. yeah he was already kind enough to bless us with more than 40 minutes yeah, yeah. that's, right. that's kind of how we judge too like you know it's you know if we're having a good time after that first one and and, and we continue having a great time we might continue talking and seeing how that goes but Sometimes you're just like, ah, we, you know, we should probably just wrap this up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the note that he ended on, you know, talking, as we mentioned, about, you know, how to care for the environment and just to yeah. kind of live a holistic life. We're like, we're not really going to top that by diving into, right. you know, who's your dream collaboration as much as I would love to hear those things. Yes, because I, I think I think he would give some very unique answers, but it just didn't quite fit the vibe at the time. To which point, maybe we talk again later. Exactly. And, and yeah. my, you know, my goal is always to make an impression on on these artists that, you know, they have a good time, that we don't wear out our impression in our first interviews. So yeah. or wear out our, our welcome, I should say, in our, in our first interview. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great interview. I, I truly appreciate his time. He was it was a lot of fun. Great yeah. guy. And I think he I think he enjoyed himself. I hope so. <laughs> So very much thank you to to Cam and to Marcus for for working to make that happen. We're very glad that it did. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to Marcus because he actually gave me some some email back and forth about uh, sort of tips about another thing that we have the itch has been toying with that I don't want to give too much away about it, but yeah, it was kind of him to give me time to explain a couple of things about the music industry that among during all the other busyness of what he was doing. Exactly. Yeah, so Iron Man out right now. Uh, you can also sign up for Cam's mailing list and you can download for free his very first ever American concert in Seattle. And uh, he's also got a few dates left here in the Midwest as of the first week or two of that this episode is out. After that, you got to go back to the UK to see him until at least the fall. Yeah, till he, till he makes that wagon. Till he makes the wagon. The Itch <laughs> Twitter account will be actively actively posting news about that wagon if it happens that would be awesome <laughs> i hope you enjoyed our interview with mr cam cole and let us know what you think and i know the cam cole followers are going to be out in large letting us know what they think about his songs and all the the feedback of the interview so i, I truly appreciate any kind of feedback thank you very much for listening to the itch podcast my name is dan i'm casey and i'm aaron until next time rock on if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about The Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.